Hey, honeys, I have something exclusive to tell you. You can hear episodes of my show and 30 others, Harmontown, Drinky Fun Time, Dumpable Town, before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. Lucky you. You can listen right now on the TuneIn app. Play Nashville a week early. You're like living in a time machine, baby. So why don't you check it out? All you have to do is download the TuneIn app and listen for free. This is like being a podcast VIP. Don't forget, they also have live sports, news, music, audiobooks. It's enabled in Apple CarPlay, so I think you should check it out. All you have to do is go to tunein.com slash natchbute. Tune in, baby. Feral Audio. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Mystic, Mystic Party, Party, the world's premier crypto psychology show. I'm your host, Southern California's leading psychic, Bria Grant. And I'm your other host, Zane Grant, conservative professor of occult studies at Cincinnati. And Mystic Party is on Feral Audio, and you can always go to feralaudio.com if you're going to like maybe buy something on Amazon. Go and click that little Amazon button, and then buy stuff through that Amazon button, and then all these shows... We'll get a percentage, and it keeps everybody up and running, and it pays for this beautiful studio we're in. It's just so beautiful. It's on a boat. It's on a boat <laughs> in the middle of the ocean, and it has these beautiful little seamen seamen mm-hmm. uh-huh, come up, and they give us, uh, uh, you know, like fish on a platter, raw fishes. What did you order from Amazon this week? Uh, for Amazon this week, I ordered a chair cushion hmm. uh, because I bought a, a chair. It's called a Boko Raton chair. Not joking. And I ordered a seat cushion from Amazon this hmm. week. What'd you order? I had to order some frame hardware uh, because I ordered a picture frame and they didn't send the hardware with, well, I ordered two and one of them didn't come with the hardware. I've had a, a seven or eight email exchanges now with the picture hard, with with the frame company. This it, is the most fascinating opening we've ever done. They keep asking okay. for more and more information about the frame. Like and what? pictures. They want to know just, what picture you're going to put in it? No. They, they're like, send us a picture of the back of it. Okay, I did that. Now there's <laughs> a, like, what? Send us a picture of the front of They already said they were going to send this replacement, and now they said, I just got an email. I was like, hey, send us a picture of the front of it. Why? <coughs> you know what else? What? Sheepskin mm-hmm. is used for car seat covers and condoms for people who are allergic to latex. Yeah. That's it. Man, the things you learn on Mystic Party, that's good information. Really good information. We have a guest here in the studio today. Guest is Brittany Nichols, everybody. Ooh. Hi. Who we just learned is uh, smart, athletic, and funny. All these three things. All three enrolled into one. I won't argue. Oh, what a catch. What a catch. Brittany, how are you this morning? I'm Did good. Did you order anything on Amazon this week? I did. I ordered uh, an Adidas headband. Oh, mm. wow. Because mm. you're athletic. It's forest green. It's forest green? Yep. Is that mm. your favorite color? It is. Oh, wow, really? Mm-hmm. That's very cool. And does it match anything in particular, or is it just like it's on its own forest green? Like you didn't match it to like shoes or anything? I matched it to my basketball jersey. Oh, that's pretty sweet. What's the name of your basketball team? The Beatdown. Oh, yeah, we just talked about this. But we talked about it off mic, so this yeah, is yeah. fine to re-talk about it. <laughs> no, it's no information. Uh, Brittany, you have a movie coming out. You have a movie out right now. Movie out or it's coming out? 
It's it's played at a couple festivals already. Oh, yeah. And then it's got a couple more coming up. That's very exciting. What is the movie called? It's called Suicide Kale. Sounds like my kind of movie. What is it about? Uh, it's about these two couples that are having a lunch, and one of them finds an anonymous suicide note. Oh, that's mm. really cool. Yeah. In a kale salad? No, the okay. note is not in the, <laughs> seems in, not the salad. in the salad. It seems like, uh, you know, that'd be cool. Suicide <laughs> kale. That's mm-hmm. that's That sounds very cool. And it's playing, where is it playing? It's playing in San Francisco as part of the Frameline Film Festival on June 18th. And it's playing in Toronto at Inside Out on May 30th. Oh, that's And you can cool. go to suicidekale.com. Sweet. Well, thanks for being here. We know you have a paranormal problem that you're going to talk to us about. But first, we like to start the the show with our weird and paranormal paranormal news stories. News stories. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it's News Gal Sid in the house. <laughs> news Gal Sid. Thanks. Thanks. Remember how it was cold in here? Now I'm so hot. I it's feel like hot I can't breathe. Suddenly. It's uh, menopause. Oh, oh man, she's too young. It's my menopause kicking in. I've got it. Better hurry yeah. up and get married. Is that what you do when you're menopause? <laughs> yeah. What, what stops it? <laughs> That's the sign. A horse urine? Does horse urine stop menopause? No. Yeah, I think it does. What? Never. There's like some sort of horse urine thing. Am I the, I'm the only woman old enough in here to like know about this, that you're this is important. You're not that old. <laughs> well, I'm going through menopause, Sydney, so what does that tell you? Yeah. yeah. My mom went through menopause when I was like younger, and so she was so mean for like <laughs> three years, and afterwards she like profusely apologized she was like i was just so hot all the time <laughs> do you think your mom likes you telling that story on the podcast no why is menopause embarrassing to women uh i think it's embarrassing why no is it embarrassing she went into it so. on purpose it was a drug-induced menopause what why, why? i don't know why can i do kids that anymore you why can do you it do but that? why would you it makes you grumpy yeah but if i like just never wanted kids i could just do a drug-induced early menopause i think that's why she was like i'm done oh, you could i would have done that 10 years ago if i had known that was a possibility you could also no. just stop living in sin and just you know not have sex anymore i guess Ugh. i could do that but well, she just didn't want her period Oh. oh, yeah. See, that's a sweet deal. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. No, you're hot. Oh, <laughs> well, you don't have I, periods. I do I don't think. think. <laughs> you don't know. How many periods have you had? <laughs> Just as many as I could in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What's the new stories we got today? Okay. Wolf named Shunka inaugurated as mayor of Divide. Divide's newest mayor is settling into his seat. Shunka, a wolf living at the Colorado Wolf and Wildlife Center, won this year's election. Saturday was his inauguration. He wasn't able to attend due to prior commitments, but sent his campaign manager in his place. The election is organized by the Teller County Regional Animal Shelter. Each mayor is elected to a two-year term. This is the fourth election the organization has held, but the first time a wolf has won. We've had a wolf run almost every single election we've had, and the wolf always comes in second or third. So we're so excited that the wolf finally won first place and is our new mayor, said Animal Shelter Executive Director Mary Steinbeiser. Past mayors have included a three-legged cat and a three-legged dog. Each vote costs $1, and the money goes to help the shelter with their daily expenses. This year, the shelter nearly tripled what they raised last election, bringing in more than $38,000. Whoa, really? 38,000 mm-hmm. votes were cast? Yeah. That's oh. like more than people more than people <laughs> voted like the presidential election. Yeah. yeah. Um, why were you really excited about that person's last name? It sounded like mine. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, what kind of mayor is this? A wolf. 
<laughs> oh, you mean of what? Of Colorado. Uh, the um, mayor of Colorado. The mayor of Divide, Colorado. At the animal shelter. Has At anyone died animal. in office? Oh, good oh, question. Man. Probably. I like to think about what kind of things the wolf is going to put into put move into law. Like what? If, what was his platform? Yeah. <sighs> A woman's right to choose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, don't don't be. You're allowed to wear sheep's clothing to trick the sheep yeah. anytime you want. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Typical wolf stuff. Yeah. Woman's right to choose in wearing sheep's clothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wolf's yeah. favorite activities. Uh, Howling at the moon. Totally oh, free. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I don't understand why there's a wolf in an animal shelter. Yeah, I don't get that Wolf is a wild animal. Is he three-legged like the cat and the dog? He's an all-legged wolf. Did he eat the other ones? Yeah, that's how he won. That is how he won. He ate all the other animals. He's the Trump. You're right. That's a really good question. I don't... Well, it's like a wildlife animal shelter, I think. Yeah. I don't know. (gasps) Oh, my God. Everyone should go to the... What's it called? The desert? The... To the desert? Everyone should go to the desert? The Palm Springs Zoo. It's amazing. Why? It's like... A regular zoo, but it's all in the desert, so you don't feel like you're in a zoo, so you just see a giraffe wandering. I mean, it's in a cage, but it looks like it's in outside. <laughs> Probably not to the giraffe. Yeah, yeah. yeah the giraffe does not feel like he's outside yeah. in but the there's savannah. there's a baby coyote right now. He's two months old. Really? Um, And he lives in the desert, too? Mm-hmm. Do, yeah. coy- do coyotes like deserts? Yeah. There's okay. only desert yeah. animals there. Oh, it's only desert animals. Coyote, and coyotes live in the desert. I don't know yeah. anything about that. Where do wolves live? Colorado. They have three Mexican wolves, too. Really? I wonder if they give this wolf a little mayor hat. Ooh. Do mayors wear hats? Yeah. Sometimes. The mayor of Hollywood does. <laughs> mayor of Hollywood wears a hat? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, next news story. Morbid funeral home ad wants motorists to text and drive. <gasps> motorists in Toronto were recently confronted by a huge billboard billboard from from Wathan Funeral Home instructing them to text and drive. Adweek reports the provocative in the extreme billboard understandably sent many angry Toronto residents to the Wathan Funeral Home website. There, they were greeted with this message. You probably came to this website to tell us what horrible people we are for running an ad like that. And you'd be right. It is a horrible thing for a funeral home to do, but we're not a funeral home. Instead, the billboard is a PSA from ad agency John Saint and billboard owner Syslock Media, according to BuzzFeed. Wait a second. I didn't even read the end of this article. The end of the article is that it's not... Yeah, it's a PSA. It's not a real funeral home. In news articles, isn't it supposed to be that you start with the most... Important information first, and then you go down. I would think hook them, mm-hmm. and then sw- switch the Need story. a reveal. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you guys think yeah. it should be a reveal. I think in news, you're supposed to do the most important thing first, and the less important things later. Yeah, you don't write, like, 70 or 80% of an article about, like, oh, the plane's missing. Nobody knows where it is. And then right at the end, you're like, they found it, though. Yeah, that would it's be like, weird. No, wrong. news is only for entertainment. Yeah, yeah. news is entertainment now. Yeah. Maybe in the old days. Yeah. But now these days you write, you're like, look, there's an article. It tells you to text and drive. Look at this crappy funeral home. Just yeah. kidding. Yeah. It's a PSA. Mm-hmm. From BuzzFeed. How do you guys feel about the feel the burn <laughs> at billboards? Feel the burn? Oh, have you seen uh, these? STD mm-hmm. But it's an STD one. People in L.A. have not experienced this, so I want to tell people who are not in L.A. There's a billboard that says, feel the burn, and it's about STDs, not about Bernie Sanders. And I thought it was hilarious. I think it's funny, too. 
It's too down. soon. But I'm not. You think it's too soon too after soon. chlamydia? It's too soon after you know he hasn't bowed out yet. Oh, I see. So you think it's too soon for him to for us to make a comment about him? <laughs> yeah, I think also, it's right on time. I think uh, it's timely. Uh, all right. I mean, I don't think it's hurting his campaign. So okay. no, I don't think it's hurting his it's campaign. Fair, it's fair to good. be associated with like chlamydia. It doesn't hurt his campaign. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably fine. There should be a like a one like a Hillary one that's about like genital warts. Yeah, that's no. good. It's like Hill something to do with Hill. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. Hill the. Yeah. Next news story. Penis transplant plant patient. Wait, I got one. Hillary Clinton on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. good job. Thank you. you Man, you did it. You can stay. Yeah. You can stay. <laughs> the comedian speaks. <laughs> okay. Penis transplant patient, now complete man. The recipient of the first U.S. penis transplant has said he is looking forward to walking out of the hospital a complete man. Thomas Manning was upbeat on Wednesday as he continued to recover from the 15-hour operation, which took place last week at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston. The 64-year-old from Halifax, Massachusetts, said he does not feel any pain and that the swelling and discoloration of his new organ appear to be diminishing. Doctors had hoped to release him sometime this week, but Mr. Manning said he will first undergo a largely cosmetic procedure on Monday. Mr. Oh. Manning's penis was amputated in 2012 mm. after he was diagnosed with penile cancer. Mm. <gasps> That's what you have to do? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm fine with that. Okay. <laughs> Doctors are optimistic <laughs> he will be urinating normally again in a few weeks and he will eventually regain the ability to function sexually. Mr. Manning says he's in no rush. Um, <laughs> in, spite of the, in spite of the gender binary title of this article, mm-hmm. I will say... I find it very interesting that he's going through a cosmetic. Yeah. What's happening cosmetically on Monday? That was what, <laughs> like, what, is this strictly <laughs> cosmetic surgery on Monday? Mm-hmm. He gets in, and he's like, not big enough. Or, Keep going. Or he needs to be a, a bris. Oh, you think that's what it is? You <laughs> yeah, think they're, right? You think they're, yeah, they're, you think they're circumcising him? Yeah. You think right? they gave him no. an uncircumcised <laughs> penis? They gave him an uncircumcised penis. Why would they circumcise him Little do you know yeah. about, yeah. like, when you get a penis, no matter, a new penis, no matter what, it is always uncircumcised. So later, you have to circumcise it if you want that I done. don't think you could uncircumcise it. You couldn't <laughs> circumcise it beforehand because yeah. how's it going to heal? Exactly. You're yeah. going to give somebody, like, a bloody dick and just strap it on. <laughs> I hope this heals. It's already got a in lot this, to heal. In this world that you're saying they basically find an uncircumcised Circumcised penis, circumcise it, and yeah. then put it on? Yes. Why would right. they just not find one that's been uncircumcised this whole life? Nobody's giving those up. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, <laughs> too valuable. Doesn't he have, like, the pick of the litter? Like, if this is the first oh. one, didn't he have, like, a plethora of penises yeah, to choose from? Yeah, you know, that's a good know. And do you think he got to pick? They were like, here's all these dead bodies. Which one is your fave? Yeah. This right? dude, which can't would be how it works. I'd want There's to pick. so many moral I problems. I too. You know what? Actually, that's true. Yeah. There's so many moral problems because okay. if it's like yesterday, I had to re-up my uh, driver's license. Yeah. And uh, I, I finally chose to be a donor, you know, because I thought, you know, maybe it's time. <laughs> uh, a few years ago, it wasn't time? Well, you know, I wasn't ready yet. Okay. I wasn't ready. To just contend with your own death? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> to just give up my, you know. That's my favorite hobby is contending with my own death. I don't want, if they're too new, it. I feel like it's not right. 
Oh, I think you only oh. think you should give up old, old organs. Yeah, I've got so old organs a little what? used. I so that's why it wasn't circumcised, right? So I feel old? like yeah. I don't want. It, you know, I'm okay with somebody taking my kidney and then you know drinking alcohol and you know ruining it or doing whatever. Because it's already been used. But taking a penis from a man and then going and doing God knows what with it. <laughs> That's true. See, a woman normal penis. What if it was like the eye, that movie, the eye, and like (laughs) I don't really know what happens in that movie, but I think in that movie, the eye, she started seeing things that that person saw. (gasps) Oh my god! Yeah, in body parts, the guy gets an arm, Mm -hmm. and it was from a an executed prisoner, and it like he starts like abusing his kid with it, and then he starts figuring out that like the prisoner is back somehow, and he is getting all his old body parts back. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, and this one it could be like he's uh, he's that you get this dick and you you just you just start fucking things that you weren't planning on fucking yeah. before. So you're saying there's the reverse moral problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This the guy before he was really into bestiality, and then all of a sudden, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm getting boners around cats. He goes and fucks that mayor. <laughs> Him and the mayor got problems. Wolf, wolf fucker. Uh, well, thanks for those news stories. Uh, news girl said appreciate thanks, that. Guys. Thanks for coming in. Have fun. So, Brittany, um, you're not here to talk about uh, uncircumcised dicks. You're here to talk about, because you're having a major issue in your life Mm -hmm. um, that I feel like we all can relate to. Tell us what's going on. What's your paranormal problem? Well, a couple weeks ago, um, sadly, my therapist, Jerry, passed away. Oh, Oh, no. no. Was it a violent death, or was it pretty, he was just an old man? It wasn't violent, nor was he old. He was in his 40s, Mm. um... He sort of slowly declined over time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I could see it in our sessions. I could see that something was going on. Oh, that's sad. Uh, but he never told me. Mm-hmm. Then one day I just showed up for my session, and he wasn't there. Oh, mm. wow. And you, they didn't let you know ahead of time before you showed up? No, he actually died like at the same time that our oh. session was. He died at the exact... So your <laughs> yeah, session, say, is like at 10 in the morning, mm-hmm. you go to the session, he's dying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. That's tough, man. Mm-hmm. That's tough because you already got enough problems. Am I right? Right. It's like when I go to my therapist, I want them to be there. A lot of times they'll tell me that morning, hey, not going to be able to make it. Not cool. Have some fun stuff to do. Yeah. yeah. Have some fun stuff to do that doesn't involve you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I already had abandonment issues. So right. that just really. Oh, this is really. Oof. So is that why you're here? Your abandonment issues? Well, since then, uh, Jerry has become a ghost he's a ghost now and he still tries to consult me on my Uh, normal everyday life just whenever he wants to that sounds like a good deal is it a good deal or is it are you terrified (laughs) um you know now that i i've had some time to digest i think that i've realized that jerry actually wasn't that great (laughs) not a a good therapist therapist. yeah so when he died i was sad but also i felt a bit of relief sure because i felt like i could move on Uh to another therapist you know a lot of times yeah that's what a therapist is supposed to help you do and everything else so it's unfortunate when it's but if you have a bad one, you just hope they die so you can have a different one because you don't want to have to break up with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so he is giving you advice now just on other parts of your life. Yeah. I so, mean, he's telling me what to say right now. 
Oh, he's here. He's here, yeah. Oh. He's, just, he's in the corner. He has a notepad. Oh, uh, and he's kind of giving you advice on what to say. Yeah, he's just jotting down notes that he'll tell me later. Like, okay, and this is another problem that I see came up because of this podcast. Oh, well, wow. Yeah. Because of the podcast. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe, wow. he, maybe he should sit down and join join the conversation. He really I mean, should. Well, or is he just listening? Like, it's hard um, to get him to talk. It's it, it. He's really he's moody, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, he's not that great of a therapist. So sometimes I just hear him mumbling under his breath. He'll just go, "Stupid." Wow, oh, wow that's, that's a really pretty bad. judgmental thing for a therapist to say. Yeah. And now is he around twenty four hours a day? Uh, no. Sometimes he disappears. I don't know where he goes. I assume to see his other patients. He has other patients that he has to keep up with. Yeah, huh. that makes a lot of sense. Wow. Well, this does sound kind of like an issue. So you kind of don't want to know. If, I mean, I don't want to say it because I don't want to get any too judgment um, to judge me. But you, you may not want him around anymore. Is that a possibility? Oh, it's a possibility for mm. sure. Yeah. I mean, I've been seeing him two years. So. Okay. You know, I feel like it's. Oh, he yeah. died two years ago. No, 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 no. He died a couple weeks ago. I've been I seeing him ago. for two, two years. years. And then now he's been around for a couple weeks on and off. And his name. His name's Jerry. Yeah, Jerry Wrigley. Jerry Wrigley. Yeah. And that is. Did his ther did his therapy place have a name? What? Yeah, it was the uh, Poplar Center. It's in uh, it's in like Mid Wilshire. Sure, oh, okay. sure, 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 great, and good area. What kind of uh, like my therapist is an uh, existentialist uh, psychotherapist. Mm-hmm. What Jeez. what kind? What kind is it? Um, like I'm sorry. Hold on. Your your therapist is an existentialist psychotherapist. <laughs> yeah, how did I don't know? I lucked out, right? Yeah, A perfect fit. Perfect fit for you. <laughs> Um, yeah, he'd actually, he'd never, he never told me. He was, um, he withheld a lot of information from me. He actually got buried, like, with all of my session notes. So, wow, with all of yours? Wow, that's a really big yeah, thing. Yeah, so if I ever, like, go to another therapist, it's going to be, like, starting from scratch. Oh, yeah, you can't even, you can't even see them. All, everything's gone. That's a very weird thing for him to put in his will. Very mm-hmm. specific. Um, all right, well, our phone lines are blowing up. People really want to talk about this therapy issue. Uh, <laughs> Kiki, can I get line three? Hello? Hey. Hey. This is Don. This is Don French. Uh, I own the Poplar Center. Oh, Don oh, French. Don French. Owner of owner. the Popular, Popular right, Center. Right. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. You're, you're helping a lot of people. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> tell, ther- tell Jerry that uh, he owes me money rent. He's still doing therapy out of that office at night? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know where his other sessions are. Wait, wait, was he? A, he was a night therapist. Yeah, the lights are on all night. There's racket coming up in there. I just imagine that therapy's going on. People Ooh, working uh, out there. You do it's know the Jerry's morning. dead. Yeah, right? I know. I know he's dead. But uh, but uh, I was listening to this uh, this conversation, and then it sounds like Jerry's still working, still making money. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, Here's something I don't know if you knew this, but Jerry also had like a gambling problem. I know oh. he did have a poker night. He ran out of his office at night, so maybe those people are just like still meeting up without him. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, that the makes infamous sense. poker night. The one he would never invite me all the time. Oh, are, you, are you a big poker player? A World Series of Poker. Wow, really? I didn't wow. invite you. I watched it on TV. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah, I thought you were in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But hey, if Jerry's still making money, then I still need $942 a month. That's how much you pay for the office? Yeah. So specific. So are you paying? Or you're not paying Jerry still? Um, No, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think his patients are paying him. 
so I should just stop <laughs> collecting rent on well, the space. I, if I mean, McDonald's check out, doesn't make any money, they still have to pay the McDonald's fees. Check out that Venmo feed. Did, I mean, I paid that, him through Venmo, so did, if he's still getting money, you'll see it on there. What is a McDonald's fee? Yeah. Well, each McDonald's pays the bigger McDonald's, right? <laughs> oh, it's like a, it's like a, it's the a bigger McDonald's. Yeah, it's a I'm not a businessman. I own a couple properties. You are a businessman. Is that not your job? What's your regular job? Are you running a franchise therapy center? <laughs> I own a couple of therapy centers. <laughs> uh-huh. Collect a couple of rents each month. Are you treating therapy like it's like fast food? Is what's happening? <laughs> I mean. The franchise. If you, if you need an extra lodge therapy. <laughs> it's like, you charge extra for the ball pit. Of- Is that Jerry telling you, trying to confuse me? Is that what, this what happened here? Nope. You're talking to him, he's trying to throw me off his scent? He's He still hasn't said anything. He's just jotting in the corner. You tell him. Oh, now he's giving you the finger. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, uh, Jerry, that's not nice. Jerry? Uh, F you, Jerry. I... I mean, look, he is a ghost, and it's pretty. You're pretty lucky he isn't just like haunting your building, don't you think? He, you're lucky he's not going in there and just turning on lights at night, you know, trying to like spooking people out, like mm. opening cabinet doors and could shutting be, them. Could bankrupt yeah. the businesses. You really yeah, could. I'd say you know you should crack down on that poker night, <laughs> you know, and it, you know see if you can shake them down for some rent or evict them and uh. You know, get another, get some more clients. Or you say you've watched the World Championship of Poker. Yeah. You should go in there and win that game. They oh. won't let him in. They won't well, let Jerry's him dead. They Maybe won't he... let me in. Because the, the, the poker world, it's a ruthless world. Yeah, it's very closed. <laughs> it sounds like you weren't very close to Jerry. I mean, I wanted to be better friends with him, mm-hmm. but he just kept me at a distance, mm. you know? <laughs> Do you happen to know what killed Jerry? Oh, gotta go. Oh, oh okay. wow. That was, okay. that was weird. Sudden. I'm just curious. You never know. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. these deaths play a role. You know, people generally what's going on is a ghost has some sort of unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it you don't know enough about Jerry's life to know whether or not he has some sort of unfinished business? I don't. I mean, it seemed to me like I noticed that he was he got cold very easily. Mm-hmm. He was losing his hair. Oh, uh, he sort of started to like shrink. He became uh-huh. very diminutive in nature. Sounds like death. Sounds like he was dying. Yeah, and yeah. Then when I would ask him, I'd be like, are you getting sick? Are you getting sick? And he would just say, no, I'm fine. Hmm. Yeah. Do you know of any unfinished business Jerry, Jerry may have had here on, on this earthly plane? Um, Besides, you know. I mean, there was there was this woman, Karen, that he was in love with. Oh, oh that's very specific. Yeah. Well, he had pictures of her all over his office. Wow. That's... And were they in a relationship? No. Okay. They, he they had weren't. pictures of a woman he was not in a relationship with, with it all over his office. It's unusual for a therapist to have pictures of a person of any kind. Well, I, much less just someone know, he's pining over. These are things that I thought, but it was my first time going to a therapist. So I was like, oh, oh this, is, this is normal. It's just like someone that he cares about. He was showing me that it's okay to be open to love. Right, yeah. And did, do you feel that? Did you get to that point or are you still working on that? I, I think, you know, <laughs> I've gotten there. <laughs> um I don't know how much help Jerry has been. All right. But, you know, I started seeing Jerry because I went through this really bad breakup and all mm. my friends were like, you know, you should get in therapy. You should get in therapy and just like heal your wounds. Mm-hmm. And how did you find this place? Was there a billboard? Oh, it's Craigslist. Oh, okay. Craigslist. Yeah. Um, can I give you a little bit of unsolicited advice, Brittany? Absolutely. I mean, I was in therapy, so I love it. Okay. Um, I think he was a bad therapist and you should have left him anyway. So I think it's great that Jerry died. 
Okay. Because I don't know if you ever would have left, but you should have left. That's a bad therapist. Mm. Yeah. Sounds like a bad deal. I'm still open to the possibility that Jerry could redeem himself and give you some perfect advice that solves all your mental anguish. I just hung on because I was hoping that one day he would tell me what my diagnosis was. Yeah. Mm. You know, he he said that he didn't want to give it to me because he didn't want me to judge myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So he did tell me, you know, there is something wrong with you and I'm the only person that can fix it. Wow. Yeah. But he didn't tell you what it was. He didn't tell me what it was, no. Woof. All right. Well, let's take another call. Our phone lines, people are really excited to talk to you. Can I get line two? Uh, hi. Hello. <coughs> uh, my name is George St. Clair. Oh, hi, First George. First time caller, last time caller. Oh, okay. uh, never calling again. I, uh, I just uh, wanted to say I also was a client of Jerry. Oh. And uh, Brittany, I think you should have left long before you did or mm-hmm. he left you yeah. in this case mm-hmm. um leaving jerry was the best thing that i've ever done oh okay. wow so wow. how long were you in therapy with jerry six years oh that's oh. a long time um yes uh i think the last straw was when he asked for all the pictures of my wife karen <gasps> wait a second uh, oh so your wife was karen of the pictures yes <laughs> And I a picture of fame. A picture of fame. That uh, Brittany is just talking about. I mistakenly gave him many pictures of my wife, and then at my next session I came in and he had put them all up. <laughs> Seems and very I, cruel. I, was, thought that, I thought that this is some weird... Immersion therapy. Therapy. Yeah, yeah uh, I had an ex-girlfriend. Exercise who, where I had to be in front of my wife while I spoke yeah, about my marriage issues. She mm. was afraid of... My ex-girlfriend was afraid of caterpillars deathly afraid she so she would die if she saw a no. caterpillar De- deathly that would be <laughs> the definition of deathly afraid so mm-hmm. her, she thought she was going to die so uh-huh. her therapist put her in a room full of pictures of her of caterpillars, caterpillars. She, they did actually yeah and? just pictures of them not real caterpillars no, that would have been too intense and then she would have died and expensive probably yeah and well, in my happened? case, that didn't help. That didn't help? <laughs> no. It drove me insane. I couldn't talk about my marriage issues in front of my wife uh, and Jerry. <laughs> and are you... So now are you insane? Uh, yes, I'm calling from uh, a mental hospital. <laughs> we forgot to ask where you were calling yes, from. Yes, yes, yes. Calling from the mental hospital. Uh, this is my me. last phone call. That's why I... <laughs> oh! Really and what happens after this phone call? Uh, they're going to shock therapy me. Oh, okay. So you won't oh, remember, you any remember any of this. No, 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 no. Well, George. You, what was it that you were telling Jerry that made him think... God, this woman is. Do you think that he thought she? Because she mean, left the picture. He left the pictures up. It wasn't aversion therapy. My uh, main issue, the thing that really was destroying my marriage, was like my wife was so amazing. So I was talking her up every single session, and then he asked for these pictures, and then it just felt weird to compliment her, be in the same room with all these pictures, and I had to get out of there. I had to get out of there. Yeah, and he left those pictures up, which is very strange, I have to say. Yeah, he left the pictures up. My point is, Brittany, find a new therapist okay. who doesn't take pictures of your wife okay. or your significant other. Mm-hmm. Don't go crazy. <laughs> that really destroyed my life. Yeah. How's uh, Karen? Where's she? Uh, she's great. Uh, she owns an island. Oh, she yeah. owns an island. Yeah, she mm. owns an Did island. she own that while you were married? <coughs> uh, no, she bought it right after. Right after some right sort of like divorce. like mm-hmm. a midlife crisis. It was one of those threats. She's like, if we ever divorce, I'm gonna own an island. Yeah, that's. Mm. I've heard that one before, mm-hmm. and she went through with it though. It's a big one. Don't let Jerry hold you back. Break up with him. 
Okay. All right. Yeah, that's some sound advice. Well, thank you so much for calling, and yeah, best thanks, of George. luck. Best of luck with your with your uh, shock therapy. That's your impending so- shock therapy. Yeah. Fingers uh, crossed, it uh, goes well. Yeah. yeah. Hope it good really- luck. Good luck with that. Um. So, wow, Brittany. Um. Th- that was some information right there. So apparently, we know who Karen is. Yep. Have you? You never met <coughs> Karen, right? I never met her. No. Never met Karen, and. Did Jerry ever try to do anything like that to you? Ever ask you any personal questions and then, you know, get in on your personal life? Anything like that? Yeah, we, I mean, we talked about my personal life a fair bit um, because, you know, I was there trying to sure. deal with the grief of losing a loved one in the form of a breakup. Sure, um, sure, sure. And weirdly, I don't know, he, he sort of sided with every everyone that I'd ever broken up with. Oh, yeah, I sort of told him, you know, they they would say things. They would try to diagnose me. They would say, "Oh, you're a sociopath. You're a narcissist. Mm-hmm. You have OCD. Like all these things." Mm-hmm. All good, all good things. All, and, good, all great qualities. And Jerry would say, "They're right." Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He said, "You are all these things. You are OCD, a sociopath, and a narcissist." Yeah. But he would say, "Just in in that I have that energy." Because then I would say, "Oh, so then you'll treat me for these things." And mm-hmm. he would say, "Well, no, I can't give you a diagnosis, but you do have the energy of someone that has several disorders." At one point, he did say that um, they should perhaps think about putting homosexuality back in the DSM because mm-hmm. I'm like so fucked up that. It it seems like a disorder. Oh, so he thinks so. All, he also diagnosed you as being a homosexual. A homosexual. Well, that's that just would real. be in the DSM. But he's saying that it's I'm, I'm such DSM. a terrible person sure. that they should put it back in the DSM, right. just so just that I can be you. institutionalized. He sounds pretty. Should I say mean? Mean. He sounds pretty mean, Brittany. Yeah. I that sounds great. like a very specifically uh, <clears throat> thing that targets you in a way that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um. I mean, it's it's therapy, you know? You're yeah. there to hear the truth about yourself. Wow. I'm not sure if that's the truth. You know, they say the truth hurts. Yeah. But sometimes it's not the truth. No, I mean, no, I think that it that's how you know something is the truth is if it's extremely painful, <laughs> then you're like, that. they're right. <laughs> the more it hurts, the truer yeah. it is. Let me get back to the present right now. So when Jerry is hanging out, like, you know, he's in the corner right now taking mm-hmm. notes. Yep. Let's say you leave here. Does he give you advice and tell you things after you leave? So he'll whisper things every now and then, but mostly he waits until it was the the hour, the same hour that our session usually was. And he just unloads. He tells oh, just me unloads. everything I've done wrong wow. the whole week. Yeah, because usually, you know, it was just a self-report. It would be like, these are the things that I did. These are the situations I've had. But now he gets to witness them. Right. right. So instead of you coming into therapy and saying, this is what happened, he comes to therapy and he says, this is what you did. He you bottles know? it up that whole time he's watching. Mm-hmm. And then he just unloads. Wow. Saying, well, it sounds to me like maybe Jerry himself needs some therapy. Jerry probably does need some therapy. I have a real quick question. When did homosexuality become not a mental disorder? In the 60s. Really? It's been a really long time. That snuck right through, didn't it? Snuck right through (laughs) until 1960s. Um, let's take another call. We have a caller on the line. Caller? So stupid. <gasps> Who is this? Oh, it's Jerry. I've been here the whole time. Oh, oh God. So Jerry. you're calling from the corner? Oh, yeah. I'm on my Bluetooth. So <sighs> I still take notes while I do this. Oh, you have, like, one of those little earpieces? Yes. 
Oh, interesting. Brittany, so oh, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? I'm trying, I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> you should be fixing your movie. I can't believe that suicide note wasn't in the kale. That's so dumb. It's, I told you that we already... It's already been cut. It's finalized. Anything There's nothing I can do. Anything can be fixed in post. They have the final copies. I can't go back into post. Well, good luck selling that movie. Oh, Jesus. And Bria, you looked better as a blonde. Oh, my God. I'm so offended. Insane. Uh-huh. Go to Perfect in every way. You're great. <laughs> You're great. I love white straight men. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Jerry, can I just ask you a few questions? Yeah. First of all, you sound like a dick. <laughs> oh, really? I think that's a little. Su- that's a little. I, I, listen, that's, that's because he said something nice to you. Well. I think you sound kind of like a dick. Uh, well, you sound like a dick that's been transplanted from a man who had a really tiny dick onto another dick. I can vouch that I had a huge onto another penis. dick. Two dicks. Two dicks. Penis. It was called the Lincoln Logs. I doubt it was called that. Lincoln Who Log. called it that? Every woman I ever had sex with. Every woman you ever had Lincoln, sex with came up with the same nickname for your Lincoln, penis? Lincoln Logs weren't like that. They weren't that giant. They, they, but if you put one on a body, it'd be a huge penis. No, it's, so. it would still be so. really tiny. Lincoln Logs were like the, like the size of a finger. It was no like way. a mini hot dog. No yeah, way. Were, they, were they brown? Did they look more like shit than a penis? They did look like like more like. They they're saying you got a poop no. penis. <laughs> notches in them. No, they're they huge. Abraham Lincoln was tall. They're huge. Yeah. I don't think they have anything to do with Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. It was more about his cabin. Well, yeah, cabin it was, was his big. cabin. Yeah. Listen, Jerry. Do you have some unfinished business? That why? What are you doing? What why are you, you hanging doing? around? Why are you hanging around with your patients? Yeah, you why know, are you hanging you're around? Not, you're not making notes. money. What happened with Karen? Right. All she wanted was an island to live on by herself. She had no problems. She was the perfect woman. Wait, I'm sorry. It makes you perfect if all you want is to be alone on an island? (laughs) Yes, that's what every white woman (laughs) should want. Every white straight woman. She wants to live on an island by herself. That's what makes a woman perfect, so she is the only perfect one. Jay, what what was your family life like that makes you think that? Uh-huh. My dad. My dad died when I was a baby. Oh, this oh, is gonna yeah. be really long. This is gonna be a long story, okay. Zane. Zane, I do not. Okay, all right. We I understand. Just, I just need a you couple have an issue facts. with perfection. You're, My, what do you need to? Wait, no. I need to diagnose this. Okay. I don't go to these therapy sessions for myself. I go so I can help other people. Great. Okay. All right. So, uh, what about your dad? He died when I was a baby. Uh-huh. He was perfect. He right. died. Oh. Mm-hmm. He died of penis cancer. Penis can- right. Penile cancer? Penile cancer. Penis cancer? Yeah, and he was so mm-hmm. strong. He was such a man that he didn't get it amputated. And that's why he died. <laughs> he died because he kept his penis yeah. on? Yes. So then the cancer just spread? It spread to the ball. Well, from, <laughs> from, <laughs> from the existential perspective, <laughs> you know... Uh, Heidegger would have said mm. that, uh, you know, you can't be your authentic self until you realize your own death, right? Mm-hmm. So both of your parents were fully themselves, and they were perfect at, upon dying mm. in that moment. 
But Jerry doesn't seem very perfect because he died and he's still around and hasn't realized it. That he's he's not realized his own death very well. Right, because he has not come to terms with his authentic self. Jerry, will you will you tell me what you died of? I died oh slowly. I can't it was the least manly way to die. Oh, what was it? I had breast cancer. Oh, oh very rare. Very, very rare. rare in a man. But you had breast cancer, and then you you died. You didn't treat it, Jerry? No, what kind of a man would I be if I chopped off my own breasts? I think that... As much of a man maybe as any that big deal. Maybe not big deal. No, I had perfect pecs. Brittany, you remember. I never paid attention to your pecs. Did you do yeah, your right. sessions with your shirt off? Of course. <laughs> All good therapists do shirtless sessions. Okay. You sound like so, a terrible therapist. Can I just go back to my original thesis? I just think he's kind of a dick. A maniac? Yeah. I'm an incredible therapist. So we know you died of breast cancer. You're in love with Karen. Just what the fuck are you still doing around? Why are you still here? You just seem like you're hanging around. You're giving Brittany terrible advice. I, I just have to make Brittany into the perfect woman she, before I go. It's my last, my last thing. She, so that's it, your unfinished business. So yes. what? What would she have to do to be the perfect woman? Become a straight white woman. Okay. This right. just seems really <laughs> hard. It seems really difficult. And live on an island. I don't want to live on an island. You don't want to live on an island. What? How do you feel about becoming a straight white woman? Yeah. I mean, if it was an option, I'd consider it, but it's not. It seems it's like not. it might be difficult. No, I mean, yeah, there's really no way. <laughs> it just seems so, really difficult, Jerry. She's going to have to accept herself in this moment. Yeah. You know? Is who she is. You can't change people's. Ad- would you at least live on? Would you? You wouldn't live on an island. No, not interested. Not, not interested, interested, Jerry. Yeah. It's like you can't force your idea of perfection onto other people. Then what did I become a therapist for? Well, mm. I. That's we're a, not I sure think about that, that. Yeah, I think it was because you had some. You just wanted to control people. Look, Jerry, I think you need to deal with your own issues first. Right. I think that's what it really comes down to. You need to figure out who you really are mm-hmm. so you can move on. You're right. I need to go to an island by myself. I and, do think you need to go to an island. And I think that you need to become a, woman. a straight, straight white, white woman. woman living on an island. Yeah. You're right. So leaving my breasts was the right move. It was. Was you know, really the right move. It's a blessing that those appeared. It is. And I need to do the opposite of what my father did. Right. Which yeah. is amputate your penis, keep your breasts. Mm-hmm. This all makes perfect sense to I me. think that yeah. it's good advice for most people. Amputate your penis and keep your breasts, mm-hmm. as most people should, mm-hmm. to live happily in this world. Yeah. Well, Jerry, thanks for calling. Brittany, how are you feeling? Does this feel like we solved your problem? I mean, if if Jerry can find his bliss, then, you know, I'll be happy. Good. Great. I think we need to make one more phone call while we're here. Uh, Brittany, we often call when we have an issue. We often call the mayor of Hollywood <laughs> because we had a mayor issue earlier, and I just need to know if mayors wear hats. So can we get the mayor of Hollywood on the line? That's really, yeah, okay. Seems sure. in a good way let into me, the show. Let me pick up the hotline. Okay. Uh, can I get transferred to the mayor? Uh-huh. Uh, what? Hello? Yeah, this is Zane Grant. Yeah. Hello. Oh, okay. How you guys doing? Oh, hey. Hey, mayor of Hollywood. You sound a little different to today. Oh, I've got a cold. Okay. Oh, all right. Who we got here? Oh, Zane and Bria. I missed you guys so much. Zane, Bria, Brittany Nichols. She has a movie in theaters right now. It's oh my called, God, uh, it, Suicide Kill. That movie is perfect. That movie is perfect. You love oh, movies. You. The mayor of Hollywood loves movies. Uh, right. I'm so glad loves you didn't it. 
cop out and put that suicide note in the kale. That would have been so stupid. Wow. It, it feels great to hear that. Oh, yeah. You got the Mayor of Hollywood stamp of approval. Thank you, Mayor. Can you make sure this movie goes far and wide so everyone sees it? Oh, yeah. I already called Universal Fox. Sony, the three big ones. Yeah, all the big, all the mm. big players. Mayor, do, do mayors wear hats? Oh my God, I have a hat for every holiday, a hat for every brunch. Uh-huh. I have a different hat for every uh, episode of Law and Order SVU that comes out. Oh. When you say a different every brunch, you mean like you go to a different brunch and then you book, buy a new hat? Oh for yeah, that I got brunch. a hat for every brunch. Every kind of brunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got a hat for a ladies' brunch. A hat for a a bro brunch. I got a hat for a a co a co brunch. A co brunch. So just just three kinds of brunches is what you're saying. (laughs) There are three types of brunches. They're very male, female, bro, and co-ed. Uh huh. Okay, female, bro, and Mm co-ed. And you have a hat for all three. Have you met the dog mayor, the wolf mayor? Oh my God, he's a great guy. He's gonna do great things for that city. Mm hmm. Pro choice. He's great. He's pro choice. Yeah. He's pro believes in a woman's right to choose. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also a right to wear sheep's clothing. Oh, I can't wait for what he's going to do. Mm. What, what would you do if a coyote decided to run against you next well, turn? Oof, I'd fight like the man that I am, but if the coyote won, it'd be a fair fight, and I'd step down and offer my services. Would you give him your hat? <laughs> I'd give him all my hats, but... Then we'd have to get a new type of hats for co-ed brunches with coyotes. <laughs> uh, by co-ed, you mean human and coyote. Yes. Yeah, okay. Not not male-female. No. Human and coyote co-ed. Coyote co-ed. So, so just, like, male humans, female coyotes? Yes. Male human. Male coyote brunch. Female coyote brunch. <laughs> co-ed coyote brunch. Coyote coyote brunch. I'd like to see that Venn diagram. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to make it, and I'll put it on a billboard, and you'll see it. Oh, it's great. <laughs> great. Wow, you're so accepting. Sounds like a total plan. Well, thanks for talking to us, Mayor of Hollywood. Hey, Brittany, where can people find you on the Internet if they were looking for you? They can find me at Hilarious on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Yo, you do Snapchat? I do. Well, who are you snapping these days? Whoever's whoever's looking. Whatever. Whoa. Oh. Sounds good. Hey, check uh, Misty Party out on Facebook. Um, also, download, like us on iTunes, write nice things about us, and check out Feral Audio. Check out And other Feral, Feral Audio, Audio shows on feralaudio.com. And like we said, go click on that Amazon button. If you're buying stuff on Amazon anyway, I know you are, go ahead and click on that button and help run this studio. It makes a big deal for us, and we really like it, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bye. <laughs> Oh, hey there. Hi. Do you like being happy and not sad? You should check out the podcast Hello and Good News. Each week, I sit down with a comedic guest and tell them all about the people, places, and current events affecting the world in a positive way. Whoa. So check out and subscribe to Hello and Good News on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped.
incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.